With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Uh, do you mind? We're uh, we're playing through. Here's Froggy, Brian, Golf, and Wacker. Welcome to another edition of the Playing Through podcast on Twitter at Playing Through. You can also reach us on Twitter uh, at Froggy Radio for me at Brian Wacker One for Brian Wacker and at. Ryan Golf on Instagram, B-R-Y-A-N. So here we are, another tournament in the books. Good morning, Brian Wacker here with me. Good morning. And uh, Brian Golf on the road today somewhere in Orlando, which is kind of like Golf Town. He may be playing golf and he's just not telling us. That, yeah, that's I'm, I'd, if, look, if I was a betting man and we just came off the Super Bowl, I, you know, which by the way, I love the Eagles and, and the over. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would put my money on Brian being on a golf course while we're stuck in the studio recording a podcast. And, so, yeah. uh, real quick, you mentioned the Super Bowl. What a game last night, right? I mean, at one point, Eagles winning almost the entire game. Then, of course, Brady pulls a Brady. Right, does what Brady does. Yeah. And they're winning by one, and at that point, you think, here we go again. Yeah. And Amazing, then, by the way, that that ends, for all intents and purposes, with Brady getting stripped. Eagles, of course, recovering the fumble, right. take the field goal, but Brady... Losing a ball in that moment, 16 years after, of course, the infamous tuck rule. Long time for karma to, to come knocking. But it really did. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of karma there, maybe. So here we are, uh, Waste Management, Phoenix Open, in the books. So much to talk about. Where do you want to start? Well, let's start with the, the guy who won the tournament. I, I always like to do that first. Right? I mean, Agree. Gary Woodland, uh, first win in five years. Obviously, this is a story for anybody who doesn't know that goes far beyond the bounds of the ropes or, or just winning on tour, just winning for the first time in five years. For a guy who's pretty talented, you know, his story's well been, been well documented. Him and his wife lost one of their infant twins in a miscarriage last year. Right. And, of course, if anybody's wondering, after the victory, we saw him point skyward, you know, following the win. That was a tribute to losing one of his two twins. So that was an awesome, awesome win for Gary. Uh, but we've had another week with another playoff. Another playoff. Four in a row now. Is that a record? You know, I, I feel like I should know this, but uh, uh, coming off Super Bowl Sunday, you'll have to forgive me. Yeah. But, yeah, look, I, I, I don't know if it's a record or not, but I think one reason that it happens is, look, we've got big fields, right, and there's a lot of uh, not a lot of margin 
between those guys yeah. um, most weeks. And so when you get into these big fields, you know, just just statistically, right? Like the the odds are you've got a better chance of having a playoff. Uh, sure, it's still top seventy ties and so forth, but you know, the level between these guys is is pretty similar for you know for an event like this. Yeah. So I was watching watching the golf tournament, and I had the uh, you know two screen split screen on because I was watching a little bit of the pregame for the Super Bowl as well. And so when Reevy hit that shot into 18 and he had pulled it a little bit to the left side of the green there, left of the pin, I saw how long the putt was. I actually flipped it over and put the golf on the small screen and was watching the uh, Super Bowl pregame. And then sure enough, I saw him roll it in. I was like, wow, he made it. It was a great putty. I mean, it was a long putt. It was not a gimme. And it was a big old slider. He curled it right in there. And then he ended up making bogey on the first playoff hole, you know, not, not for nothing, but thank goodness it was a short playoff. That was the last thing the PGA Tour wanted was a long playoff. You think if that goes long like last week went long, yeah, nobody's nobody, watching that playoff. Nobody's sticking around for, for that. With all due respect to Gary Woodland, yeah. Beth Reavy, Um there was another, I don't know, there's something going on yesterday right yeah. around the same time. That was when that playoff ended, um, was in, I believe, in the rendition of uh, Star Spangled Banner. Right. And uh, which, by the way, did anyone kneel? Was anyone kneeling? I did no. not see anybody kneel. Thank goodness. Not surprisingly, every- that topic didn't no, come up. Yeah. No, everybody stood yesterday <laughs> and showed respect as they should for the national uh, anthem. Let's, and- let's not. Yeah. Uh, come on, come on, come on. You can let, stand let's, up. Let's stay in our lane of golf here. You can come stand on. up for the national let's, anthem. Let's, I'm sorry. I just, I just think you should stand up for the national anthem. Uh, I understand if you have your cause that you want to, you want to take care of, and you absolutely should. There are a lot of things in this country right. that need to be addressed. I just don't think that that's the time to do it. I think there's another time to do it. That's just my opinion. But yeah. we're we're entitled to my opinion. Why? Because it's our podcast, so we're entitled to give Even our opinion. Even when it's wrong, that's right. Yeah. Right, exactly. It's my opinion, right. so to me it's right. <laughs> but either way, uh, another playoff, another great event. But for some reason, every single time we talk about the Waste Management Phoenix Open, it always turns to one hole. And really – the closing four holes in that golf course really are quite amazing with the with the with the par five fifteenth, the par three sixteenth that everybody always talks about. Mm-hmm. But then the drivable seventeenth that you hit three woods, you're just a little bit left, it goes in the water. If you don't think that's in play, just ask a couple guys. Uh and then the eighteenth hole, which really is kind of the least of the memorable of the four closing holes, but it's still a very good hole. The way it's cut around to the right there, you got the water, they got the pews. In the uh, you know the grass pews in the bunker, which Phil got caught in yesterday, which kind of really stubbed his ending there. Phil really had a good run going until he made double in the last hole. But I've never been to uh, TPC Scottsdale. I've I've never had the pleasure of going. Um, I know you have been a ton of times. I know you've been to the tournament there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a, a simple question, and it's probably something that takes a much larger answer. And I'm gonna give you the opportunity to do that. Is hole 16? Is it a problem? Is it becoming a problem, and what is the fix for 16? All right, well, let's start with 16. And the way I would liken it, the way I would, I would, I would characterize it is that much the way J.B. Holmes um, was getting absolutely hammered, as he should have been, for taking four minutes to play the final hole. No, no, he took four minutes to lay up. Right, well. He needed an eagle right. Sorry, to win. Four, right. Four minutes to, to make a decision. To lay up. To, to ultimately lay up. And right? hit it in the rough. Yeah. Okay. So much the way people sort of hammer JB, and rightfully so. Look, that was just in so many ways from from 
gamesmanship, sportsmanship, um, to just the fact that it took four minutes to play a shot, right? Is which is ridiculous. Um, much the way people were hammering on that, the, the bigger issue really from that day was the fact that it took that group six hours just to get to that point, pretty much. So the fact that it took that group six hours to play the final round, I don't care how hard the conditions are, so on and so forth. They'd fallen behind more than a hole, several holes before that. So much the way JB kind of became the face of that issue, the larger pace of play issue, I think 16 is the face of the larger issue in Phoenix in that event is that overall, um, look, it's a party. People are there for the party. Oh, for sure. sure. On Saturday, 216,000 people. Now, I did hear that they don't have a way of actually scanning how many people are in the gates because they don't scan tickets, which to me seems odd. I've been to Doral. I've been to the Honda Classic. I've, I've been to – there's plenty of other golf tournaments I've been to, and they always make you scan a ticket, so I don't quite understand that. But their way of determining – this 216,000 number that they gave us on Saturday is they divide how many cars were parked and they suggest that there's four people per car. So I think the number's probably a little high. Yeah, no, there's no question it's inflated. I mean, in all of these large-scale crowd numbers generally are. Look, I'm a huge Chicago Cubs fan, and when they won the World Series in 2016, it was madness in Chicago. Right. And they said 5 million people attended the parade. I, I have a hard time thinking right. that more than double the population of the city of Chicago attended, attended. the parade. Right. Um, so, you know, look, that said, let, let, let's get back to, to, to 16 and to your original question, right? Whether so is it a problem? Is it a problem? I think the bigger problem, it, it's a problem in that it feeds the bigger problem. Um, I don't think, you know, look, I, I sent out a tweet, a tweet about this the other day. On yesterday, in fact, uh, Sunday, you know, look, we get it. 16's loud. It's been that way for a while. It also does zero in terms of growing golf other than booze sales. You know, at this point, to me, it's just become a little unoriginal because it was a gim- a novel, a novel gimmicky stunt. That the while, stadium. Yes. Okay. That while I, I like the concept of it to, because it's an otherwise mundane par three with really nothing distinguishing about it right and the fact that guys have to play it in that environment and play it amid the noise and they sort of you know raise the energy level that's that's great but but i think it spiraled into something which is a bigger problem look when you've got ricky fowler complaining about getting heckled in his morning round earlier in the week on thursday right and when you've got jordan spieth running into issues and and look these guys can have rabbit ears no doubt but I've seen it. I've been there. It's it's people are there. To is party. it out of control? Yeah, I, I mean, it, I, out of control is you know it depends on on your definition of out of control, I guess. But the point is, people are there to people watch. They're there to drink booze, hang out with their friends. Some people take it to the extremes. Oh, and, I was and that, watching. And that's kind of the problem. Is is we've and I don't want to turn this into a societal issue, but we've turned into a nation of extremes in a lot of arenas. And this sure. is just another case of it for sure where you've got people just, they couldn't care less about the golf the other 51 weeks a year. And that's exactly it. I was watching, uh, I believe I was watching golf channel. I think it maybe it was Aaron Overholzer. I don't remember who it was. He said, there are a large percentage of people here who don't even know there's a golf tournament going on and they don't even care that there's golf. They know nothing about golf. It's a social event to go to in Phoenix every year. It's where everybody's going 
and they just go there and they don't know the first damn thing about golf. Yeah, and it's not, and that is not growing the game. Yeah, I I would a hundred percent agree with that. Most look, I spent. I'm going to read you an an excerpt from a story I wrote last year from spending the entire day at 16. I believe it was. Um, I believe it might have been Friday. It was a Friday. I remember it was, speaking. It was to the you. Friday. It was yeah. a Friday. It was a Friday. And because Saturday is generally the real shit show, correct? Well, no, I th- so it might have been Saturday. It was one of the two. I believe it, maybe it was Saturday that I that I spent the day doing this. I know that Saturday is yeah. usually just all just. I mean, this year they said there were people lined up at four o'clock in the morning. When they opened the gates, they showed people running, yes. full sprint, running to just hope to get a seat on the 16th Stadium Hole. Yeah, no, it's. I was there, and and I was there before the gates opened, and when they opened the gates, it was a stampede. To get to 16. Right. And and so that's where because everybody starts. Because it's first starts. come, first serve for a lot of the seating. And whoever can't get to 16, guess what? Those same rowdy folks spill over onto other holes. And if you haven't been there and you've even seen the overhead, and like I said, I haven't been there, but I've seen the overhead. I've seen the layout of the golf course. 15 green is right next to the stadium. Yep. So you can hear the screaming. And imagine yourself trying to putt on 15 green. You got the people screaming. Then... Seventeen T box is right just on the it. other side of it, right behind it, and you've and you've got people in the grandstand overlooking that, and I've seen it more than once where a guy's trying to pull the trigger on a tee shot, and you know a voice or two voices um, will rise up out of the silence, and it, it's not look, it's just not pretty. It's it's just devolved, I think, at this point, into something that's just become out of control. I, I'm just going to read you some of the highlights from, from last year. So I came across a group of 23 Arizona State alums. Somehow they finished, they fit 23 of them into a limo uh, 4.30 in the morning. Okay, so that so, yep. so that, so, right. so that, and these that are, whole audience uh, estimation of four people per car, so they're a little over in this one, okay. Right. So, you know, and at that point, by 4.30, they're already drinking mimosas, beer, vodka, you name it. Look, fine. If somebody else driving, do, right. do what you want. I'm not going to sit here and, and judge right. what you do. No worries on that. Ran into another group of um, some Canadian guys who come down every year dressed as Sesame, uh, Sesame Street characters. Right. Good fun. They seem to be under control, acting sort of uh, relatively normal given the circumstances right. or the surroundings. Right. Ran into some guys that were dressed as the entire Jamaican bobsled team. Okay. Moving in unison. Really cool. Right. Fun, creative. Right. Funny. Having a good time. Yeah. Having a good time. No worries. Then, um. But then what about the person you told me was by the bathroom? Then there was, well, this didn't actually happen last year, although it, it may have. It certainly could have. It happens every year. <laughs> it probably happens every year. Yeah. So, um, talked to some police officers and, and come to find out that there was a, a young lady who was passed out. Uh, about ten feet from a porta potty, um, she didn't make it to the porta potty. Right. So that was problem number one. Okay. Problem number two, she was passed out. Right. Those paled in comparison to the fact that she had a certain, um, you know, let's just say, powdery substance that I don't think was sh- powdered it sugar from powdered some sugar. beignets, or, <laughs> or maybe yeah. from a waffle. Yeah. Um, kind of smeared on her face. So, right. you know, this is the kind. I mean, the number one complaint. Cops said they get is people having sex in porta potties. Really? That's the top complaint. At the at the at, at the, the waste management Phoenix Open. Yes. Yeah. And you talk wonder about, why people call it the wasted management. Yeah. Talk, talk about getting in the hole. I mean, 
So this is what this has devolved into this event. And right. at this and that point, is a problem. Right. And that's a problem. It is a problem. But hit now, let me, so let me so ask you the third. Is 16 a problem? In that regard, I think it is. Because, because it's turned it into this. Right. It has led, it's sort of, um, it, it's that certainly a, part it's, and parcel with everything else that goes on there. It's a, it's, it's a, you know, it's a ripple effect. Yeah. That's the catalyst that started this whole thing. If you go back 10, 15 years ago, this well, more than that, yeah, twenty well, probably twenty five years ago, sure. But it it seems that it gets worse every, every year. year. It seems yeah. worse. So I saw some of the players saying they would rather, like for example, on Friday and Saturday when Ricky walked on the tee box, he put his hands up and was like, "Raise it, go!" to scream. And they all said they would rather people just scream the entire time, have a constant loud noise, because then that is not something that's going to startle you in your in your backswing number yep. one and then ricky said too he couldn't hear the rude things people were screaming because everybody's just yelling so it, it, it it's a lot better atmosphere now i had seen somebody else say maybe they should have walk-up music like major league baseball players have when they you know when major league baseball players come from the on deck circle uh to the batter's box they have walk-up music or they whether they they just play a song they like they could also do that and have that play while they're hitting. The problem with that is, is like we just discussed, there's a guy putting on 15. 15 green is right he next probably to doesn't it. want to hear your Meek Mill record while you're he's trying to putt. And then the guy that's teeing off on 17, he's not trying to hear Metallica inner Sandman while he's trying to hit his drive on 17, which is you need to drive on 17, let's be honest. If you don't make birdie on 17, you're giving up a shot to the field. And if you dunk it, you pull it a little bit left, it's going in the water. So the loudness is affecting other holes, so I, I don't know what the fix is. I can't sit here and say they should do they should definitively do this because I don't know that there is a fix, and I don't know that now that we've gone as far as we have to where we've built it up to be a giant stadium, I don't know that there's a way to pull it back without alienating people, and then the fans are going to go away. Right, that's certainly an issue there, and and. To your point about whether it's a problem or not, I actually posed this question to a young player uh, who played in the tournament, a very popular player, um, this morning via text message. He said, is 16 becoming a problem? And he said, no, nah, it's fine. It's just the other holes that people go to are becoming too much. And so that speaks to your point about th- there's a spillover effect and a ripple effect yeah, that the happens. Guy, yeah, they don't get where, drunk on 16, and then when they walk to the next hole, they're not drunk anymore. It's yeah. You're carrying it on. Yeah. So who'd you talk to? Who was that? Uh, you know, I think I just hit delete. Oh damn! Okay, <laughs> Sorry. damn. Wacker's the worst at that, by the way. Just so you know, he really truly does talk to a lot of tour guys because he's been with Golf Digest and the PGA Tour and all this. So he's a ton of contacts, and he always says a prominent PGA Tour player, but he won't ever tell me who it is. And I ask all the time. I'm always asking, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Because not to sidebar, because we cannot possibly have a podcast here that here i don't we go mention. here it comes the goat t-dub but i remember when tiger woods was having one of his many comebacks somebody had told you not not this comeback a previous one the one that was happening last year when things did not turn out well wacker had good information that things were not good and that it was smoke and mirrors and that's the way it was you know it was really being pieced together and was not going to really last and and I and I called you out. I called bullshit on that when he when he when he played well in in at the Hero in in the Bahamas in twenty, let's see twenty sixteen. Um, but you were right. So with that said, when Wanker says he just talked to a tour guy, 
he really truly is talking to a tour guy, but he's he's not telling any of us who it is. Well, you you got to protect your sources, right? I mean, Correct. I yeah, agree. I Woodward, agree. Woodward Bernstein. I'm not. Uh, none of us are that, but but you, you got to follow the same edicts. Anyway, look. So Phoenix, 16 is not the problem. They so, expect it when they get to 16. Yeah, it's they expect it. it. Look, it's not great because even there, you've got some pretty some boorish players, behavior happening. But I, some some players embrace sure. it. Like John Rom throws yeah. on the Arizona State jersey and was handing out. Like the guy was handing out Pro B ones with ten dollar bills with rubber bands around them as beer money. And and look, and the and the guys who come down from Minnesota with Leonard's list every year, those guys are terrific, right? And they and they they do their research and they've got these esoteric facts on everybody um, who's coming through there, and they'll have very fun and creative chants, and it's all good fun, right? I, that that stuff is great. But having spent the day there, you see some pretty boorish behavior going on in the stands. Now, look, are the players going to be affected by that or no, even know about it? No, of course not. They're playing their golf shots. They're not aware of what's – just like a baseball player isn't aware of what's going on in, in Section G, Row 43. Right. They have no idea. But the PGA Tour does like to give off the golf is a family sport. Yep. Bring your kids to the tournament. It's a family atmosphere. And if there's dudes snorting coke over by the porta potties huh. – and yeah. some chick taking it, I don't know that that really purports your family atmosphere. And so that's where they're also losing out as well. And look, any atmosphere, you're, it, the, the, the rotten few apples are always going to spoil it for the bunch. We for see sure. this all the time in all walks of life and in all sporting events. Right. But um, it's, you know, they sort of like, or a lot of people really like to sort of talk about how great 16 is for the game, how much it does for the game, and so forth. And I'm not really sure it does anything for the game because, as we've said, people are there to drink in the sun, to relax. You know, some people take it to extremes, and, right. and, and they're there to get hammered. It's their, it's it's a 40-year-old's guy to, excuse to, to act like he's 19 again. Right, but here's where I'll disagree and, with yeah. you, is that when I turn on the television – during this tournament, I always wait to see 16, sure. number one. Number two, when I check the PGA Tour app and I want to see how guys are playing, I'll always see how a guy did on 16. So it 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 is affecting me in the, as a fan that I do want to see how 16 did. And I'm guessing that that's only because of the stadium atmosphere. Sure. I'm not checking the other par threes on the golf course to see what they did. So it is having a positive effect in some form. But I think when you're there, and I think as the players go, I think it's having a negative effect. And I've even had somebody else uh, tell me before that in the past, that's why Tiger doesn't like playing this event. He just does not want to get involved in the whole circus. And I know he played it a couple years ago, and it did not go well. I don't think he even made the cut. He was he had the chipping uh, flubs. Um, so I, I, I can see where it's having a positive effect, but I can totally see where it is getting out of control. Where do you draw the line? Right, like, and that's it's a fine line, and that's and that's the difficult part. In how do you fix it? Because I agree with you, it's not like they're going to tear down the stadium. It's not like they're going to make it smaller. If anything, they're going to make it bigger and louder. Right. So that's my question: Is it getting a little bigger every year? Because it seems like the stands get a little higher. Yep. So they're adding more people. Yeah. It's every year, it's certainly it's grown over the years. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the answer is. Whether you maybe find some way to to. Somehow limit the alcohol sales. Maybe you don't sell alcohol in the stadium. I was talking I, I, I to somebody from Budweiser. They said they start shipping beer there in November. Oh, sure. They yeah. start shipping beer in November 
because they can't ship it there enough to get enough beer there to sell it uh, when the tournament comes. And that, that really is truly what it's turned into. You know, they call the Florida Georgia game the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I, I think we might have to change that. I think it's the I think it's the wasted management Phoenix Open because it's all anybody's doing. If you remember, when was the Tiger Hole in One? Do you remember what year that was? I I don't know what year the Tiger Hole in One was there. Yeah, back uh, now you're uh, it was in the nineties together. It, it was in the nineties. Yeah. Okay, so in the nineties, Tiger makes a hole in one, and we, we 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 we've all seen it. It bounces, goes in the hole. He walks off the tee box. He's doing the raise the roof thing because that yep. was the thing to do back then, I guess. I mean, there's a shower of alcohol. I mean, so this Nine, is ninety seven. This has been right. So you're talking twenty one years ago. Yep. Twenty one years ago. Yep. This has been a problem for a long time. It just seems to ramp up a little bit every year, and this year was a little worse than last year. And then you know, Ricky complained, and I I had wondered when Ricky complained. Uh, if it was going to be worse for him on Friday, because you know how people are. Once they know you're getting to you, it's worse. Uh, it wasn't any worse for him, but at some point, the line's going to have to be drawn. I don't know if it's next year, if it's the year after, or the year after that, but something's going to have to be done to because you're you're starting to infect the you're starting to affect the integrity of the game. And, and I suspect the tour. Um, look, I'm sure they look at it every year. Um, I don't want to say they turn a blind eye to it, but um, you know they would tell you that the majority are, are there, uh, enjoy themselves. There's no issues, um, you know. But there are hundreds of um, arrests made every year. You know, there's some issues there, and oh, for I, sure. And look, there, you know, look, plenty of sporting events. Have, have their share issues. I, I don't even want to know what the streets of Philadelphia look like. And they won the game, right? Right. Right. So, you know, I, I what's two hundred sixteen thousand people is yeah. a lot of people. I mean, when you really think about yeah. it, how many people go to the Super Bowl? Maybe eighty, ninety. I mean, but you know, in terms of what the fix is, uh, you know, I just think that that the hole itself has um, become a caricature of itself. It's to use a phrase that has jumped the shark. It has jumped the shark for sure. In in my estimation, because there's just nothing that cool or that, um, you know. Sure, it's fun to see guys in that environment hitting shots, and and I have no issue with that. And and um, you know, but but to me, it's sort of run its course. Or you know, we're certainly hammered over the head with it that it's somehow great for golf and and uh, you know helps bring in people that don't um, you know, otherwise wouldn't be exposed to the game. And maybe that's true, but I, yeah, I don't sure. know that it's growing the game any other than beer sales because yeah. I, I don't, you know, 50, to your point, people aren't there. The majority are not there. Uh, even as strong a field as it had this year, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth on down the line. I mean, they had a loaded field this year. Did Jordan Spieth make the cut? He did not. Oh, he did not. Yeah. I didn't think so. No. Um, but I'm sure the girl that was on the ground with the white stuff on her nose, I'm sure she left and went and bought a set of golf clubs and took the game. Right, I'm right. sure that's exactly the effect uh, it had so, upon her. You know, it, it's a little like, um, I'll use another example, like Top Golf, which I love, I think is fantastic and a great way to bring people into at least a version of the game. And, and maybe you get some people, I'm sure you get some people maybe taking up the game eventually uh, who go through Top Golf. Um, does it mean that Top Golf is growing the game? I, you know, I, I mean, it's growing it a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, it's exposing but that's not, it to a different right. But that's not really what it 
what it's there for. It's there for entertainment. Right. It's a nightclub with with yeah. it's 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 yeah. basically a sports bar nightclub with a driving range. Right. Bowling which is alley, great. whatever. Which is which is great. Which is great because it is sure. exposing the game. Yes. Like for example, I could never get my wife to go to a driving range. Right. But if I say to my wife, "Hey, you want to go out for the night? We'll stop by Top Golf and we have dinner. We we hang out. We hit golf balls, whatever." It, so in that point, I do see your you, you, I see your perspective of that it is growing the game. It is introducing new people, but I'm not sure how many people actually take that experience and go fully take up golf. And I would take in the next step with Phoenix in that because it's be taken on this life of its own as a party, um, I think that's what people are going there for, and they just they couldn't care less whether a golf tournament. In fact, if you were to take the tournament away and simply just open the gates, open the beer tents, and just invite everybody on the grounds and say, hey, everyone come hang out. We're going to have music. We're going to have drinks and, and kept all the grandstands and, and just and literally not a single golf shot was, was played. I'm right. not sure a lot of people would really care that much. Right. They'd still show up. For sure. I agree 100%. I agree. And you know what? I like the way they do it actually in Jacksonville, the players. I like the way they have concerts and the way they do the stuff there. I feel like it's a little more it's a it, it's much more reeled in. Yep. And the people that are there are there for the golf but tournament 17 experience. At Sawgrass still has a bit of a party vibe to it. Right. Still has the the um curiosity factor. But those to people it. know there's a golf tournament going but on. But those people are also there to see the golf tournament. Right. Different tournament. I get it. It's it's not an apples to apples comparison per se, but it's certainly handled in a way um, that hasn't really been a problem. And I think in Phoenix, you know, the more we continue to have these issues, the bigger the conversation's going to get. All right. So this week we uh, move on from the waste management and we go back to uh, California to Pebble Beach. Uh, the now this is the AT and T Celebrity Pro Am. It's got it's got a really long name. Uh, so. The field this week is pretty loaded, correct? I know we got a lot of celebrities. I know I know. I saw Jake Owen was playing, which Jake Owen's going to uh, be in a web.com event later on this year. I know Justin Timberlake's on the list. I saw a ton of celebrities playing, but there's also a lot of really good tour pros playing as well. First, let, let's back up. Okay, the name isn't that long. It's the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. That's the, the tournament. Oh, that is it. Okay, I thought, I thought there was something longer than that. Okay, so it's the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yep. Okay. Now, look, it, you're right. Loaded field. Um, Jordan Spieth, um, Dustin Johnson. Um, to me, the biggest name and the, the one I'm most curious about, Rory McIlroy. Also, oh, Rory's finally making his U.S. debut. Making his U.S. De- debut this week after a couple of starts in the desert, on the desert swing in the European Tour, where he's played really well, gotten off to a great start. Um been in contention both weeks in Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Finished second last week in Dubai, and then um, third, tied for third in Abu Dhabi. and And he'll be playing Pebble Beach for the first time. Oh, really? Playing in this tournament, and of course making his U.S. debut. So, so we'll what are your Rory. expectations for Rory this year? I'll tell you, my expectations are high. Higher than they have been, only because of Why? what I've seen. Because of what I've seen so far. What I've seen so far overseas, he's played very well. Um, he's contended. 
he could have easily won that golf tournament. Uh, not not this past weekend. Abu Dhabi, the, the, the one before, before that. Before. Sure. Yep. Yeah, he could he could have won that. Yep. Uh, I do have high expectations. I think he's swinging the club well. He seems to be in a really good place. Um, Pebble Beach, yes, I know he hasn't played it before, so I, I I won't say that I expect a win his first time out at Pebble Beach. But now we'll we'll see Rory this week. Will we see Will we see him at Genesis? Is he is yes. he playing Riviera? Yes. So he's going to play three weeks in a row because he's, he's got a play busy schedule. Yeah. Yeah, because then he's going to play the Honda, which is yep. in in, in his uh, backyard in uh, Palm Beach. So I do. I have some high expectations for Rory. It wouldn't surprise me a bit if he contended at Riviera and if he won the Honda. He's won the Honda before. It's in his backyard. Um, I do. I have high expectations for Rory. But the only problem is when he plays the Genesis. And most likely when he plays the Honda, he's going to have Tiger Woods to go against. And you know when T-Dub's in the field, I always have to give my man T-Dub a chance to win. Always. Well, he did beat Tiger at the Honda he did. two years ago, if he you did. remember that. I he don't did. know. That was to get to number one in the world. Yeah, that was when well. Tiger had yeah. that crazy Sunday round. Yep. He made he made Eagle on the last hole. Uh, that was really a great round. And then... Um, uh, Rory the came question in is, birdie. can Rory get back? To, to, to me, the question is, can Rory get back to playing that level of golf where he was about as dominant um, as any of the top players in this I agree. generation I agree. have the, been? The Rory era ended yeah. really quickly. The Rory era didn't last <laughs> long. It just it was crazy how everything was Rory, 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 Rory. And then I don't know if it was the equipment change when well, he went to Nike. He's had a lot Nike. of noise. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of things. You mentioned the equipment change. He's had he had an injury. And he had the he had the relationship yeah. issues where he broke it off with Wozniak, and then right. he had all this stuff going on. A lot of external um, things going on. It's, and then change management companies a couple of times. He, uh, yeah, so. he quit at the uh, Honda and said it was a, a toothache. toothache. Yep. Then he threw the iron in the water at Doral. Uh, I mean, we've really it, it really was a very rocky road for Rory. Um, and so the Rory era that we thought we were going to go through, if you remember when he was just winning, 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 it really kind of ended. Like Jason Day, Spieth, and Dustin Johnson kind of put a stop to that. So I would like to see it kind of pick back up uh, because let's be honest, Jordan Spieth has not played that well as of late. Uh, Dustin Johnson, yes, has played great. I know he's back this week at the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Um, and Jason Day's got to win. Uh, I know that last time... We were here. We didn't know who was going to win the playoff, but Jason Day won in the first playoff hole on the, on on Monday last week. So you got a lot of guys that are playing well. Is Jason Day in this in in, in this tournament? Is he playing the AT and T? I don't believe he is in the field for that, but he will be in the field for Genesis. For Genesis, yeah. So he'll he'll be at the Genesis. So a lot of these guys are back. We're seeing a lot of guys, and you still can't. I know, I apologize. Jason Day is in the field. He is in the field. Yeah, so and you still can't count out Ricky. I know. I, I know that it's for another time, but you, it, it's time at some point to address Ricky's inability to close out 54-hole leads. He's had six. He's closed out one. It was at the Honda. Um, and I'm not discounting. He shot over par in that round. He did. And, and look, that's a really hard golf course. It's a really hard golf course. But he did win. He did close his 54-hole lead, so I won't I won't take that away from him. And listen, he did win the players, and that was a phenomenal ending at the players. He got into a playoff, and he stuck it on 16 in the playoff. He played absolutely amazing. Um, the Scottish Open victory that he had, he has had some good victories, but you cannot overlook the inability 
to close, and we just had it happen yesterday again at the Waste Management. So I don't know if Ricky's in the field, but there are so many good players now that it's hard to pick who you think's going to win on any given week. I mean, if you gave somebody the field. Ricky not in the field, by the way, at AT&T. Is he in the Genesis? I believe he. I think he is playing, playing the Genesis. Genesis. He's playing the Genesis, and he'll definitely play Honda. So, I mean, really a lot of good, lot of good players in the field this week. And this is actually a fun golf tournament to watch, the AT&T Pro-Am, uh, because you get to see a lot of guys that swing the club like we do, uh, these, these celebs. Uh, and then there's some guys that are really good. Like you, you get some of the baseball players that are really good uh, that are playing. So it's a fun tournament to watch, and you're going to get a lot of the good guys, and we get Rory's U.S. debut this week. Well, let's go back to your point about Ricky, and maybe we should have talked about this earlier, but we'll get we'll get to it now. Um, you mentioned, you know, just the one one in five mark trying to close these fifty four hole yeah. leads out, and I got to wonder at one point. Look, Rick, Ricky's a very glass half full kind of guy, um, just the way he approaches it. But I want to go back to like I, I bring up last year's U.S. Open and when I wrote about this, and and look, Brooks Kepka certainly grabbed that tournament by the throat. Oh, for sure. But by the same token, it was made easier. I mean, look, I'm just going to run through some of the numbers um, that that day where, where Ricky was in contention on Sunday. Um, but that was the, not a 54-hole lead, correct? No. Uh, I believe he was uh, trailing at the start of the day. He was. He was. He was not in a 54-hole leader. Uh, he missed a 5-footer for birdie on 2, 6-footer for par on the 5th hole, 12-footer for birdie on the 12th, Eight footer for par on fifteen. So these are all shots that you wonder how Brooks Kepka plays, how he performs with another guy breathing down his neck. Right, if he makes if those, those if half of those shots go in. Right. So, um, you know, look, you mentioned Ricky's track record. He's got six career top five finishes um, in majors since twenty fourteen. Yeah, I mean that one year he finished second in every major, in didn't four, he? Or finished top right. five in all yeah, in, in all, all four, four majors, which. It was in 2014. Jack and Tiger, the only other guys um, to do that in the modern era, finished in the top five in all four majors, same year. So, but at this point, I mean, you have to wonder if it's affecting him mentally, if he's pressing too much. Well, I mean, there's got to be some scar yeah. tissue built up there for sure. It's got to be in his mind. And, and the more it happens, the more it, it's sort of a self fulfilling prof- prophecy where, you know, it just feeds on itself. And, um, you wonder about Ricky's ability to close in these spots because, quite frankly, he's got a body of work now that says otherwise. Look, yeah. it takes nothing away from him. Um, well, it, it does take something away from him as a player, but he is a terrific player. But that said, you have to wonder about these situations in these moments. Look, golf is hard, yeah. and I think we sometimes fall into the trap of maybe comparing uh, – even subconsciously, everything to what Tiger Woods did in his career. He was the king of 54 right. holes. remember, as we know, yeah. only, one, only right. one guy ever took took one away from him. Right. That was Y.A. Yang at the PGA. So, but at some point, you have to, you got to close the deal and you got to start making putts. And we saw it again in Phoenix on Sunday where he missed some very makeable putts. And the right. thing that was, um, I mean, some that didn't even dist- hit the hole. Right. So disturbing was that some of those reads were, were off. I mean, like 15, yeah. 16, 17 did not even touch the hole. Yeah. I mean, not, I mean, not even close. I mean, not like lipped out, like close. I mean, not, nothing. And, you know, a, a lot of times we look at these tour guys as if they're superhuman, but they're not. They're just like you and I. 
And if something goes wrong for you, you know, for example, let's say you're out with your buddies and you, on the first hole, you missed a little shorty and on the second hole, you missed another shorty and then you get to the fifth hole. I got news for you. When you get to 16, 17, and 18, it's in your mind. So if you think that's not in Ricky's mind, of course it is. And when you have coughed up 54-hole leads, you have an entire night to think about the 54-hole leads you've coughed up. It's going to come into play. And I do think that it's affecting his play a little bit. He seems to play a little tentatively. Whereas, if you remember when he won the players, he was not in the lead. He came from out of nowhere, shot lights out. He was firing at pins. And I I, I don't know that there's the same pressure, and maybe you can answer this yeah. as, as talking to tour players more than I have. I don't know that there's the same pressure when you're in fifth place and you got nothing to lose. If you fall from fifth to 12th because you were firing at pins, okay, yeah, you coughed up some money, but at least you were going at it. If you're in first place and you're playing safe, you're playing prevent defense not to lose, I'm friends with a lot of guys in the NFL. I'll tell you what, a prevent defense prevents one thing. It prevents you from winning is all it prevents. And I think that may be a little bit of what's going on with Ricky. Look, it's certainly different when you're the 54-hole leader and uh, all the eyeballs are on you. Oh, yeah. Because people expect when you're the 54-hole leader to close to, it out. To close it out. Right. That's, and everybody on that golf course is gunning for you. Every yep. person. And when you're coming from, I think it was six back of the players, uh, it's a different it, it's a different ball game. You you can play aggressive, you can be loose, but still phenomenal. I I, I, I want to make great, that very it clear. A, it was a great round. Yeah, but it's different than doing that. To me, in anybody, I would think obviously, um, you know, doing that from behind versus doing that when you've got a fifty-four hole lead. Oh, it's different. It is different, for the, sure. The second one's far more impressive. It is. Obviously. It is. But I don't want to take anything away from that round. That was a fabulous round. It was a big win. It's a signature win. He's always going to be a player's champion. Um, and he's had some other good wins. It's just you can't you can't ignore the elephant in the room that with 54 hole leads, he's one for six. And that's definitely something that and, – and listen, if if we were able to get Ricky on the podcast, I would ask him, is that in your mind? Do you think about that? Because it's something that it obviously is an issue that for whatever reason it is, whether it's a mental, whether it is having the pressure, whether, I mean, I don't understand what it's like to stand on the tee box and have everybody gunning at you. And I get that, but that's what these guys do. And once again, like you said, he, everybody, unfortunately it is unfair, but everybody in this game is somehow compared to what Tiger Woods has done. And I know that's not fair. I know we can't expect everybody else to do that, but it's unfortunate. And I got news for you. In football, for as long as we can remember, they're going to compare guys to Tom Brady. And is that fair? No. But it is the gold standard. It is the bar. And Tiger Woods set the bar. And so, therefore, when you want to compare somebody, that's what you compare them to. Yeah. I mean, look, Ricky didn't win on Sunday. And actually, Tom Brady didn't win on Sunday for a change. They both they both right. had their chances. Right. Tom's career is legendary. Right. Arguably the, the best ever. He is the greatest ever. He is. He's absolutely the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. But there he is, gets fumbles the ball away as right. he gets the strip sack. So. I mean, who's the greatest college coach that ever lived? It's Nick Saban. But he didn't win every year. Some guys sometimes well, they don't win. 
you know, the, the but guy they win more than not. The guy before, long before Nick Saban, Bear Bryant, Bear Bryant, like, he was pretty good too. He, he was pretty good too. He was so, pretty good and, too. And I think that's where the perspective comes in. But right. But look, I I, I do think that um, I do wonder if the you know moments like this on Sunday when those putts don't drop, um, Ricky's a half glass or a half full glass kind of guy, but you'd have to do wonder if this is going to affect him um, and, and how he gets over. Right. I agree 100%. So this week we get the AT&T. Uh, real quick, AT&T, Pro-Am, uh, give me, just to get something different, give me two guys that will finish in the top 10. Jordan Spieth. Oh, so he's going to go from a miscut to top 10. Okay. And two? You know, the type of place where um, – he should play well. Right. He's played there before. Yeah. Played, played there, there before. He's had some good performances. Um, and who else? You know, look, we've seen some good performances out of Phil Mickelson lately. Yeah, we really have. It's almost like a rejuvenated Phil. Yeah. I heard something he said yesterday, which really struck me as Phil has accepted things the way they are. He said he's never going to be a great driver of the golf ball, but if he can just be average – he can get back up there. And he's accepted the fact that that's the way it's going to be. And he's not, he's no longer chasing that, that swing anymore. He's just going to focus on his irons. He's always been a master of the short game. He can totally putt. If he can just keep the driver somewhere near in play, he feels like he can win again. And I think that we could see a victory from Phil this year. He looks like a different guy. And then um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the, the, the other guy who, Probably um, a favorite there is Dustin Johnson. He, he always plays well. That's going to be my pick. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Dustin so. always like if you're not going to get the best odds on Dustin because right. he's one of the favorites. But right. if you're just looking for a fantasy league, somewhere to play, you know, guys who are going to play well there. Yep. I would go chalk. I would look at Dustin Johnson, the guy who's won there before. Jordan Spieth. Forget about the miscut in Phoenix, and Phil Mickelson, another guy who's got a great track record there. Playing through. Froggy, Brian, Golf, and Wacker. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.